and was always from a state that didn't produce a lot of high school talent. Number two, they joined the wrong conference. And number three, they couldn't get the coach right. Keep your eye on Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma going to be the second program in our adult lives that disappears? Number one, the state no longer produces big numbers of players of the Sooners 26 signees in their recruiting class. Three are from the state of Oklahoma. That's having to convince kids in the South, convince kids in Texas, come to us. Secondly, they joined a tougher conference. Like Nebraska, this is going to be harder. Most of those Southern kids have grown up on the SEC. Those football players want to stay with traditional SEC powers. And number three, in an offensive era, they hired a defensive coach, and he was completely, utterly over his skis. They didn't get the coach right. By the way, you think Lincoln Riley didn't have a gut feeling somehow, some way, kind of felt Oklahoma to the SEC was going to be a hard pull? You go into Alabama and Georgia and LSU's backyard, welcome to SEC football. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the three things Nebraska and Oklahoma have in common, states that don't produce a lot of high school stars, joined a conference that looks like it could be trouble for the program, and couldn't get the coach right. There's the herd uh, making his big opinion. I think that was that was sometime last week. Whenever he uh, he dropped that doozy on everyone. <laughs> That's um, a doozy, all right. Yeah. Uh. There's so many different places to talk about it. Yeah, let, I'll start let, with the last point. <laughs> point three. In the era of offensive football, they hired a defensive coach. They couldn't get the head coaching hire right. I guess he is maybe the only person that doesn't realize that the defensive coordinator that Georgia hired from Alabama is going to be trying to three-peat national championships this year. Um, Yeah, who's the last offensive-minded head coach to win one? Is it Urban? Because Ed O, though incompetent, did have a defensive background, yes. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Who'd you say, Urban Meyer? Yeah, he might be the last, like, offensive. And and, and Urban obviously had great defenses while he was at Ohio State. But, like, if we're talking about where a guy started his career on the offensive side, it, it wasn't Kirby. Nick Saban is a defensive guy. Ed O's a defensive guy. It, it might be urban, man. How many offensive head coaches, like, period, in the last well, 20 years have won? Was, was Dabo an offensive guy? When he a wide receiver at Bama? Uh, yeah, probably. I guess that, yeah, that, that counts. Um, but he's not. But he wasn't like, like, a, he wasn't like an offensive like coordinator. Day. Yeah, he wasn't, an, he wasn't an OC ever at Clemson, was he? Wasn't he a position coach before he got promoted? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he was. It's not like hiring a guy that's calling plays, you know. Um, I think Urban Meyer had, like, uh, veto power and would often do that. But, you know, he he's kind of the only guy, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Um, he acts like just – with the announcement of Oklahoma heading to the SEC, 
that that's whenever Oklahoma has started to recruit outside of their own state. <laughs> that That's the point that got me the most, yeah. It's like, hey, Colin, bud, I think OU just pulled its best class ever from the state of Florida this past cycle. And, yeah, one of those yeah. kids is now going to UCF. I understand that. But, seriously, I think OU might have done its best job ever in Florida in one class just this last recruiting cycle. Now, here's the thing. I will yield the point that it's better to be – it's better to be the main school in a large um, a large pool of college football talent. Um, there's no doubt about that. LSU in Louisiana, right? Um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of examples out there. It doesn't matter. But to suggest that Oklahoma is the same as Nebraska – is like it's just not well just look at a map true study study a map first off um that's really all you need to do to you know the the surrounding states of nebraska or minnesota south dakota wyoming colorado not exactly hotbeds for recruiting right iowa out to the to the east like yeah oh you go down south of oklahoma and texas is one of the most if not the most talent rich state year in and year out and you're two hours from where the Dallas Metro starts. And you're, um, and, and you're right. Yeah. Getting all of that stuff. Y- your best oh, recruiting on. pitch is always if you're the best program, but OU's recruiting pitch in that state might be as good as it's been in a while now with the SEC tied to it. Like, right. w- when it comes to recruiting, I don't look at the SEC as a negative. I think it has a, as an overwhelming positive for OU. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about – you're finding out like Nebraska that moving to a harder conference. I again, it's like it, it, the Nebraska comparison. Nebraska went to the Big Ten a decade after their downfall had started. Correct. Right. Yeah. A decade. So I, you're not you're not telling the full picture here. I mean, Oklahoma's made how many college football playoffs? Three? Um, no, 15, four? 18, or 15, 17, 18, and 19, four, yeah. So made four college football playoffs. Now, we're start, it's crazy that we're starting to get pretty far removed from our last appearance. In our last appearance, you could say, was it really an appearance or not? Uh, I understand that. But still, I the Nebraska – comparison is just not good yeah it's really bad there's a bunch of other ones that would probably be better the big 10 is a good conference um but nebraska doesn't play those teams every single year the big 10 is a good conference it has been a good conference largely because of ohio state of michigan and penn state right so the west has been the west has been god awful it's been one of the worst divisions in all iowa wins it every year and they don't score more than 14 points in a game so nebraska not being able to compete with the likes of minnesota iowa illinois wisconsin northwestern is that really a like is that like a nebraska moving conferences issue or is that more of a just nebraska stunk issue and they've hired bad head coaches like there's just no there's no real comparison here whatsoever. I mean, again, just look at a map. Like, OU's not situated ideally in the southeast, but it's in a hell of a lot better shape than Nebraska has ever been when it comes to recruiting. Right. 
Yeah, you know, but that's that's his thing that he's uh, really going to hammer on right now. Um, and we'll see how the University of Southern California does when they move to a more difficult conference. You know, depending on what their schedule looks like, like this year, if if USC with with the guys that they've added and they've added some nice players, if they navigate their schedule this year and and win the Pac-12, hey, hats off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean but, that that's that they because they've got murderers row of quarterbacks. But what if they don't? What if they go eight and four this year? Some of the issues that we've been talking about with you know that staff and even that program last year are, are a lot more apparent this year. You don't have Caleb Williams going in the Big Ten. Like they could they could lose a lot of momentum. They could a lot and of momentum in a year's time. You know what's going to happen? Guess guess where the blame is going to go. Not to the head coach, I'm guessing. It's going to go to their defense, right? And it's going to go to the defense, and it's going to be that, oh, you should have fired Alex Grinch when you had the chance, and, you know, they just can't stop anyone. And no one is ever going to even consider that, you know, maybe the head coach has a difficult – a difficult organization and difficult philosophy uh, to play good defense in. Uh, Bruce Feldman would never, Teddy. You know, Dennis Dodd would never. <laughs> we'll see, though. I, you know, they, hey, if you want to make a believer out of some folks with Lincoln Riley to the University of Southern Cal, you got your chance this year because you're going to see like five, six, maybe more really good quarterbacks. Let me uh, roll off some text here on the Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line. It's the old summer talk radio doldrums. Nothing to talk about, just troll OU fans. I think there's a there's a lot of truth to that. It's, you gotta you somewhat have to take it as a compliment, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Sooner self, we're so crazy, guys, that people try to troll us when there's nothing else to talk about. No, yeah. it'll generate traffic. Sooner Celtic didn't Mizzou move to the SEC and play in two conference championships? Oklahoma will be fine. Yeah, o- OU will be moving into a different situation, a different SEC than Mizzou did, but the, the point still stands, yes. Point stands. I mean, hell, uh, A&M, who we make fun of on a daily basis, had its best year in how long? Since 98, in their first year in the SEC. Yeah. Well, they did have Manzil, which, by the way, did you see that that documentary is coming out soon? Uh, on Johnny Football? August, I think. No, yeah. I didn't. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's before or after. The way it was presented, it almost sounded like kind of the same people that are doing the one on Florida. Like, there's, I guess there's going to be a series, and, and there's going to be an <laughs> episode on Florida, an episode on They're going Manziel. after all the controversial college football stories. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. That's what sells, baby. Peyton says, it's funny because Colin doesn't understand that Denton, Dallas is closer to Norman than it is to Austin. Uh, Eric in the OC, when has OU ever not had to recruit out of state? Yeah. The recruiting doomer, great point. So Cal Turd just said TBOW ran from the SEC. I did hear that too. That's true. Uh, Sugar Shane in Newcastle, I'd love to see Venables on that show. Well, I <laughs> – I, I don't know. He, I'm sure he'd make some, some really good points, but here's the thing. 
coaches don't sit on talk shows and debate sports all day long. You know, it's not really their world. So uh, Hugh Freeze used to DM a lot of people when he was at Liberty. He'd be the only one. But, yeah, in, in most <laughs> most circumstances, you're correct. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure the herd has some great points, but it's like, you know, you do realize that Oklahoma's been recruiting outside of their own state for years and has had a lot of success doing so for years. And going to the SEC is not like, – they were convincing kids from Texas and from Florida and from the South to come to Oklahoma to play in the Big 12. I, it's, you know – reason would uh lead you to believe it's going to be easier to do so to get them to come play in the sec Uh, but i don't know speaking of usc i was just reminded of something i did last week while i was out uh i did it again in a state where it's legal to bet i i did it again under so total i didn't bet the under no i uh i bet the over (laughs) nine and a half for who? For University of Southern Cal? No, I, I said I was reminded of it by USC because remember the bet I made last uh, year? OU yeah, yeah, will yeah, win yeah. more games in USC, and I was so sure of it and did mm-hmm. not hit and took a lot of crap on the text line for that. Rightfully so. Fair. That's okay. Um, I showed up to Boston with about, I don't know, 20 bucks or so in my DraftKings account. Yeah. Bet on the Red Sox game on Wednesday, won that. Went to the Red Sox-Yankees game on Friday, bet on that, won that. I ended up with $79 the day that we were leaving. I put it all on the over of nine and a half. So just to make everyone even more nervous about this season, that's that's what I did last week. Went ahead and dropped a bomb. Yeah, $79, $79. an even number there to uh, for the Woo. over-under. How about that? 79 to win $74.5. dollars <laughs> Yeah, Jay from a deal. No, not again. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I was going to get that reaction, but I did it. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm, this is the year of redemption for me. Okay, this time, this time it's going to happen. It better happen with that crap schedule. The over uh, better hits. Well, how how you feel? Are you more nervous now about the about the season? No, um, unchanged. I still feel the same. Um, Why? Well, you heard Coach Venables. He had the sound bite. He said, "If we if we can play better defense, we'll win uh, ten games. Have a good chance at hanging a banner. Or last year in the Big Twelve. So, and if some idiot doesn't bet seventy nine dollars on us to hit the over, <laughs> the um, recruiting doomer couldn't have taken ten dollars off. Great point. Yeah, uh, that's totally a missed opportunity by me. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I still feel good about it. Things can change." We'll see what they look like early in the year. Um, you know, the improvement I saw from the first couple of spring practices to, to what they look like at the spring game left me feeling better. Imagine they're going to con- – like, our roster has gotten better since that point. I think training camp, you should continue to see some development from the younger guys, from, from some of the transfer guys that are trying to learn the schemes. Um, yeah, I – I feel good about it. CBS. The hard thing is, is I just don't know a whole heck of a lot about UCF, uh, Cincinnati, BYU. I. Yeah, but are we you, should? Yeah, yes, I know. I know what you're saying. We should be able to handle those teams. Like we really shouldn't know a lot of 
we don't need to know everything about them to to feel comfortable winning those games. But I mean, I'm just gun shy coming off of uh, what I witnessed last year, playing a bunch of mediocre football teams down to the wire week in week out, and mm-hmm. not being able to make a, a handful of layups to win those games. Uh, shocker, CBS disagrees with me. This actually came out today. They have uh, the under for at nine and a half for OU. Losses to Texas at Oklahoma State and TCU at home. Nine and three Oklahoma Sooners, says CBS Sports. Okay, I'll, I'll give you Texas. I'll even I'll give you TCU, even though I don't want yeah. to. Um, you know they've got a lot of star star power they need to replace but we'll see i mean they don't have a they don't have a bum taking over at quarterback they have the guy that beat out you know the dude that took him to the college uh football championship last year oklahoma state you've got you've got a harder sell there with me um right that's going to be difficult ask for oklahoma state they lost a lot of players they have not replenished very well and you know that's that's going to be an emotional football game for both sides. Like depth wise, right now, I think I think we we kind of check the box on that game. But the Bauman kid, we'll see what he's got. Well, he better have a lot because I don't know what yeah. they have behind him, and there's some real injury history there. Uh, Texas, that's a good point. Texas ten and two wins over Alabama and Oklahoma. Losses, to, yeah. What? Yeah, losses at Houston and at TCU. So, yeah, CBS says, well, they're going to beat Bama at Bama and OU, but they're going to lose at Houston and at TCU. They're going to lose to the team that everyone has uh, g- getting dead last in the Big 12 in Houston? They are going to beat Nick Saban, but by God, they're not going to beat Dana Holkerson next year. Huh. Well, I guess – you know they're thinking massive upset, but that's weird. That's a that's a real it's a, re- it's a weird prediction. Pick. Yes, too <laughs> wins at Alabama and over Oklahoma, but they're going to lose at Houston. Uh, okay. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on here from Newcastle. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the ref. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to $82.50 off the new half-ton Silverado. Or up to $6,500 off and financing as low as one. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. It is the rush on the ref, 75 days away until kickoff in Norman. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, keep the text coming on the Meyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. It's time for our Under the Radar segment, brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Board Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar Sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU Innovation at BoyTreatVentures.com. Now, we don't have a game to necessarily talk about for an under-the-radar player. So how about an under-the-radar storyline? And with all of what Brent Venable said last week, and I thought all of it was great, but, man, I got to tell you, an under-the-radar like thing that he said was the emphasis that he wants to see on tailgating around here. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know if that created a big – 
reaction or not on Thursday or Friday, but it sounded like to me that the head coach has echoed the opinions of a lot of the fans. He wants to see tailgating around here get kicked up a few notches. Yeah, and it was also good to hear, um, you know, on the same day the schedule was released, the University of Oklahoma President Joe Harris say the same thing. Um, you know, they're changing up some of the tailgating structure, and there'll be more to follow. I don't know exactly what it's what it is. Have you seen anything? I guess I didn't necessarily follow no. up or, or see any of uh, what they propose or what's going to happen. But um, you heard the university president say that, and yeah, I it is it's it's going to be ramped up. Now, just like I said last week when we talked about it, I, I, will, I will give our fans the benefit of the doubt. Like, I'm not too worried about what the atmosphere is going to be like. You know, we've complained about in-stadium and tailgating and like, all of that stuff, but here's the honest thing. Like, look at our schedule. Uh, it's the, the, yes. And not only is it, like, teams that just doesn't really get your blood flowing. I mean, I'm not – I don't want to say they're not good teams. It's just not – these. they're not going to be coming in with, you know, ones and sevens and tens next to their, their name. Most of them are going to be coming in not in the top 25. And most of them were going to be kicking off at 11 a.m. I'm sorry, but 11 a.m. against UCF is just never going to be the same as a prime time or 2.30 kick against Alabama or Tennessee or South Carolina. So I'm really not worried about our fans showing up. I think they're going to show up, and they're going to show up in huge numbers, and I think campus corner and tailgating is going to be awesome yep now it 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 doesn't take much just a little bit of help from the administration on opening some things up and giving people a little more access is is going to make things pretty wild yeah i mean it it was kind of under the rate like the the sec schedule and how exciting it was was the main storyline there and even brent's quote about if we can just be a little bit better on defense we can be better on defense we can hang a banner but that um i think a lot of fans like to hear that like we got to get it going on the on the tailgating front that was good chapstick says rumor has it they will open the south oval to tailgaters which i think we've heard that before right i've been saying that now i have i have no i have nothing to go off uh with that it's just kind of a theory that i've got because it's to me, it's 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 made for it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that place is made for it. Now, there's a bit of a traffic traffic issue getting in and out of there, and I don't know necessarily how you how you handle all of that. But um, that I think that and Lindsay probably from probably the whole way will be open like it used to be. Yeah, that that would be that would be, be my guess. That would be ideal. That's uh, your under the radar segment brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Four Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU Innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. By the way, happy birthday to your boy, uh, former neighbor, Jason White. It's his birthday today. Oh, really? Uh-huh, Jay White's birthday. So I hope he's wearing the uh, 
the Jinko jeans like he yeah. was in that famous photo from sure. 20 years ago now. But happy birthday to Jay White. It's been a while since he's been on the show. We may need some off-season content with him. Maybe he can hop on soon. Yeah, we'll have to see what he thinks of the SEC schedule, some of the different stuff that we have going on. How about that? Happy birthday to uh, Heisman Trophy winner Jason White. 580, our fans are going to come in like a wrecking ball for the SEC teams, right, Teddy? Yeah. I'm glad someone made a reference to Miley Cyrus playing in the background. I was trying mm-hmm. to come up with something uh, clever to say. Uh, I could not get there. However, the text line always has my back, so nice it's job. It's so funny because I I can't even hear it. I, I can tell that there's music playing, but until someone like names the song, I... I would never be able to pick up on it. It's pretty – Mondays are pretty interesting, man. It, it could be anything from – it could go from Savage Garden to Miley Cyrus real quick. Yeah. I mean, there's no real yeah. set genre that – I mean, it, it could be – we might hear Dwight Yoakam in 15 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. Well um, – We need to do bingo cards for people to listen to the entire <laughs> show. <laughs> we should actually do that. If I could remember to jot down some of the names – uh, we could do a bingo card. So That's what I've been funny. saying is you, the Dawson's Creek theme song needs to be the free space. <laughs> I hear that every single Monday. <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to $82.50 off the new half-ton Silverado or up to $6,500 off and financing as low as 1.9%. Also, shop our large pre-owned selection backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long and shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. You're simply the best. Kickstart your summer fun the right way at Riverwind. With the best music and food truck festival around, Beats and Bites. Celebrate America with Mark Chestnut, Shenandoah, and Tracy Bird. Enjoy your favorite food trucks and fireworks on July 8th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. 
Hi, Deidre Peters with Valiance Bank here. Do you know your banker by name and you can rely on them to be there for you anytime? Do you know your banker's cell number, allowing you to contact them easily without having to worry about getting a recording? If no, then you need to be banking at Valiance Bank, where we value our banking relationships and ensure that our customers know they can reach us anytime. Valiance Bank is a true community bank that's locally owned and committed to your success. Come see us at 1501 24th Avenue Northwest here in Norman or visit us online at v.bank. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Is full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer at WYG? Communication is a priority. That's Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080, 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is? Oh, I have to go with the U.S. Open. Wyndham Clark wins it. Um, the most, like, golf name of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like the best thing about the U.S. Open coming out of it was all the people complaining about it being at the Los Angeles Country Club and they should never hold it there again. Thought that was awesome. Um, you had the plane buzzing around uh, the entire time, driving everyone nuts. NBC, uh, M- NBC tried to re- react to that and pipe in crowd noise because everyone was saying there wasn't enough people on, on the course. Um, Were there homeless sleeping in the bunkers? (laughs) There was a uh, there was a homeless guy caddying for one of the uh, the, oh that was Happy Gilmore. Sorry, I got those crossed up. (laughs) Um, Everyone was complaining about the course being too easy, the fairways being too wide, which I agree. If the all time record is sixty three, you know, only been shot twice, Johnny Miller way back in the day, and then I think Justin Thomas did it. And then you have two guys break the record to shoot 62. I think there's something going on. So the best part about it was everyone complaining about the Los Angeles Country Club. I thought that was awesome. Everyone was being a golf Karen this weekend. You love to yeah, see it. Exactly. Um, what do you think about this? Texas Tech um, is going to induct Leach 
Mike Leach into their uh, Ring of Honor or Hall of Honor? Um, I mean, well, they've got an active lawsuit with him. Sure, still. yeah. I mean, I, I like the honor, but it's could you guys have really not gotten over yourselves for the? Uh, he hadn't been there since like what oh nine, right? Like it's a nice honor now, but maybe you should have should have did that while he was still alive. So yeah. it's cool, but at the same time, it's like, come on, guys, you should have gotten over yourself a long time ago. It's funny because he's like, he's still. For a lot of people, when you see Texas Tech, you still think Mike Leach, right? I mean, there's I a mean, lot of people that still feel that way. Some older might think of Spike Dykes, but I think most people still think of Mike Leach. Sure, yes. Um, Bob Huggins' situation. Arrested. DUI. Uh, almost three times the legal limit. Didn't know where he was. Didn't know the state he was in. Didn't know the city he was in. Car had a flat tire torn apart we're still driving on it um burger king receipt in the uh pant pockets <laughs> as he's trying to show the police what's your thoughts i mean it's um it's a sad it's a bad way for for bob huggins to end his his tenure at west virginia just you know has an incredible history there the last six weeks or so have been pretty rough yeah, I mean, it's incredibly sad. I mean, obviously, he needs help. Um, yeah. It, it, I, I don't know, man. I. It, it's hard to, like, judge someone, and you, you just hope that they, you sure. know, get better. But if it's 8 o'clock at night, they're three times over the legal limit, they don't know what city they're in, then I, I just – I'll say this. I hope that this hasn't been an issue for Bob Huggins for several years, you know? Yeah. I, I hope that he doesn't have a serious drinking issue. Well, here's if he, the if thing. he does, I hope he gets that resolved in his free time now. Yeah, I, you know, I just I'm, I'm curious to see is is he going to be totally done coaching, or is he going to feel like he needs to get himself right, come back, and maybe uh, rebuild his reputation by by starting somewhere else? I don't know. Something you to know. Watch. Immediately when you said that, I thought, man, there's no way. There's no way, but Rick Pitino got hired again, right? Yeah. If Rick Pitino could get hired again, then Bob Huggins can certainly get hired again somewhere else. Uh, last thing I got, I saw someone mention this, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit. I had heard this, oh, months ago, but, you know, in the conference realignment um, talk and everything that's been going on, uh, saw this SEC and the Big Ten – are going to be battling it out for Virginia and North Carolina is what some people think. What do you think about that? Yeah, I uh, after seeing Virginia's effort in the Jello shots category so far <laughs> this College World Series, I don't want them to my in my conference. Is that is that a fair take? You know they, what's they interesting? They actually they're pretty strong across the board. You know, basketball, baseball. Basketball, uh, either they're going to have a legendary upset in the first round or win the national championship. Right, right. Um, baseball, football, they're good. Football, they're, I don't know. They're up and down. They're solid. Yeah. Like, they would get a boost by joining the SEC, I think. It would uh, it'd be difficult for them at first, but uh, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was interesting. Like, the North Carolina uh, pick is obvious for a bunch of reasons. Oh, yeah. Um, huge, huge fan base out there. Basketball power, of course. Um, and I'd say that, wouldn't you say they've had more success historically football on the football side of things than Virginia has? I mean, not 
neither school has a lot to show for it, but maybe North Carolina has been a bit better than Virginia. Uh, Lawrence Taylor went to North Carolina. They checked the box. Okay. They win. I think Rondé and Tiki Barber went to Virginia. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take yours over, over the Barber. I'll tell wins. you, though, what's interesting is, like, North Carolina, man, it, it's crazy. Like, they're going to have a guy that may – he's he's going to be fighting for a Heisman Trophy this year in Drake May. So, like, that's – they kind of got something going there a little bit right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, I've got several here. First – I can't confirm this. I'm hoping that it's not true, but I did see a tweet yesterday that says, Breaking DW's at the border of Oklahoma and Texas has changed its name. Huh. So the thought was that it's changed names to the mistress, (laughs) but let's hope that it's not the mistress, but still DW adult video that welcomes us in the state of Texas. But cannot confirm that. Maybe someone can on the text line, but... Rumors are that it changed its name. It's the blockbuster of um, adult video, I guess. It, it, they, they're in a very, very tough uh, – they've got a tough business model there that I just don't know. I don't know if the, a name change is going to save them. It's still amazing that the same car is parked there every time, <laughs> and it always looks like the back driver's side tire is flat. So I don't know if it's just been sitting there for 12 years, but – I think everyone knows which car I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. The only people in the world that even know that that place exists are Oklahoma fans that drive down to OU, yeah, Texas Yeah, Texas fans year. have no idea. No idea about that. No clue. <laughs> They'll never get the jokes. Like, they probably see, like, the week of, yeah. like, they're, they're camping out on Oklahoma Twitter trying to see what everyone's talking about, and they're like, what is this DW thing? That's funny. Uh, Jordan Love took an L yesterday. Green Bay Packers quarterback, um, it was Father's Day yesterday, and, well, he tried to make a joke to own Bears fans, and it didn't really work out for him. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go. So, yeah, that did not go the way that he intended it to. (laughs) Is he suggesting that all Bears fans are his daddy? That's what it sounded like to me. I don't think that's what he (laughs) meant to say, but that's what it sounded like. Oh. You know, he could go on to win the Super Bowl, be MVP, uh, NFL Hall of Famer, uh, in world hunger, and all anyone is ever going to remember of him is that. Yeah. Bears fans have forever (laughs) scoreboard now over Jordan Love. You're so right. (sighs) That's funny. Speaking of Father's Day, this is a tough look for my favorite baseball team. Charlie Culberson, he plays for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Uh, his dad was supposed to throw out the first pitch yesterday on Father's Day before the game. But like three hours before game time, Charlie Culberson got sent down. So his dad did not throw out the first pitch. And instead, they gave it to uh, one of the outfielders' dad to throw out the first pitch. So what was going to be one of the cooler moments probably of Charlie Culberson's career, which is he is a – He's a fan favorite out there. A lot of people love him. Now, I, I don't know why they couldn't have waited, you know, until after the game, but that's a tough moment. Not great. They probably didn't even think about it or know about it. That is so stupid. Like, it, it essentially, it's, like, it's already incredibly difficult on a player to go through that. Like, that is like stuffing their face in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just 
brutal. Yeah, and, and as good of a career as, as he's had, there, like that that can really fracture some. I mean, maybe he doesn't look at it that way, but I right. don't know, man. That's that's a that's a tough look. Um, yep. College softball portal. Elena Vauder is now in the transfer portal. It's not Nyjah Kennedy from Stanford, but Elena Vauder, who's a grad transfer, I believe she'll have one year of eligibility remaining. Um, I think the immediate rumor was Georgia, but she's from the Kansas City area. Um, we'll see what happens with Elena Vauder there. That's a really good pitcher that's in the portal. Huh. Anytime a good pitcher is in the portal now, I think we'll all be like, oh, okay, see what happens here. Which, okay, yeah, we'll see what happens in the transfer portal. I don't know a lot about her. Um, I, I, I believe that Oklahoma is going to end up being a big, uh, big player in the portal. I guess if you know, depending on what it looks like. But on the other side, let's hit a timeout here. We haven't talked about the Jordy Ball situation at all. Um, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. See what you what you think of it. Um, like what your f- initial reaction was. What you think uh, the team yeah. is going to be, like the, yeah. the impact on it. So we'll, we'll do that real quick. Last one was uh, Deion Sanders might be forced mm. to have his left foot amputated because of circulation yeah. issues. That's that's not great. Well, that that's kind of been going on for a while, right? He had a it was like a toe surgery or something that went bad, and you know he was initially going to have to have it amputated. Remember, and then he was like in a he was on a scooter for a really long time whenever he was at. His last school, Jackson um, State. Yeah, so yeah, that's something that he's been suffering through. That's tough. Brutal. Hate that for him. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some of that Jordy Ball stuff next. Stay tuned. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good and the hottest selection in town good. Plus, it's Ram season, so we're giving you $13,500 off MSRP on the 2020. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, check out these numbers. Nebraska was a good softball team last year. They made it to the uh, Stillwater Regional but their highest attended game in 2023 was 1,264 fans at home. Um, their highest attended game in program history at Nebraska, 2,302 fans, and they have a stadium capacity of 2,500. Well, huh. then there's something called the Geordie Ball effect. Uh, Nebraska has had 2,124 season ticket requests as of this past weekend, and like I said, their season ticket sales last year, they had just 375 season ticket holders. They're getting close to 2,200 uh, requests for season tickets next year. Nebraska wow. fans are going crazy over the addition of Jordy Ball, which is no surprise, but she is she's literally changing the game at, at Nebraska. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, that's I mean, that's impressive. Um, how much you think a – how much you think it is per ticket for a softball game at Nebraska? Um, yeah, fifteen bucks maybe. No, I, fifteen. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I bet they would make it pretty affordable there. Yeah, if their attendance numbers look like that. Yeah, that's wild. The uh, be, if, if I'm any sort of right, it won't be fifteen dollars anymore. Right. 
I mean, that's crazy. Like, if you just, if, if you just, man, that's the amount of money that creates for that, for, for that program. Like, even if it's $10 a ticket, like, that's half a million bucks, like, boom, right off the top. Just in ticket sales, not considering the concession, concession parking passes, merchandise, and I mean, everything. Yeah, it's kind of like one player, man. Yeah, and, and that's me doing $10 a ticket. I'm sure, like, like anything else, there's probably ticket packages. It's probably like 10 or 15 bucks for, you know, your, kind of your general admission seats. But, like, behind home plate and stuff, there's probably, you know, they're quite a bit more expensive. I mean, that, that's generating a lot of revenue and a, a lot of attention. I, it's going to be huge for them, and I'm I'm happy for her. I think that I think it's like I wish she would have stayed just to see what what how dominant she could have been. But like the next best thing for that is go back, go home, uh, see what you can do to elevate Nebraska softball and take them to places they've never been. Um, text line, with those kind of attendance numbers, they'll have a game inside the football stadium in no time. Nice. <laughs> they might, they may be able to do it there. Yeah. Uh, they've actually got some open area. 580, hey, big softball fan and fan of the show. Hey, Rocky, when's our next ball game? <laughs> nice. You get the show. No, man, I'm, I'm still – I'm still shocked a week later uh, about all yeah. that. Never never saw it coming. I, I don't know if you shared the text that I uh, – like we were texting on Monday and a Nebraska guy I texted said he had heard about this for several weeks, which I thought was interesting about the possibility mm-hmm. of it, which makes her performance in the Women's College World Series, in my opinion, even more legendary if she knew that she was going to make that decision to lock – like that alone, I think OU fans should really respect her and respect her decision. But if she knew that that's what was going to happen at the end of the year and still performed that way, then, oh, yeah, all all hats off to her. I'm still very surprised by it, and I wasn't around when Marcus Dupree left and he transferred out, but this has to be in, like, that level in terms of how shocked you were and the level of player leaving a program at OU. Yeah. Because I think that she was on track. Back-to-back Big 12 Pitcher of the Year awards. One of the most legendary performances in Oklahoma City I've seen. I think she was on track to be thought of as maybe the best pitcher in school history. She wasn't there now. like She still had some work to do, but yeah. I think that was obtainable for her. Sure. Well, absolutely obtainable. Um, what, what do you th- – are you – I know you're not mad at her for making that decision, but what do you think of it? Do you think it's a a smart move on her end? Do you think it's it's not like? Uh, I like, mean, it's a smart move, and like if she's taking care of herself and she wants to be happy, like, that's fine. Like right. I don't I don't hold any ill will towards her whatsoever. Like I I think you only got to look at it one way. You're incredibly thankful about what she gave you for two years. And yeah. I, I just hope that whether it's in Oklahoma City or Norman, she gets the proper send-off she deserves in front of these fans. I think it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, I I want them to make it to the World Series. I think that would I think be they might, huge at least one drama. Year. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. We've got the final hour of the rush next here from Newcastle. Stay with us. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref. 
Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate